Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Hey, Small Scale Lifers, this is Tom, your host. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Hope everybody's doing great. Happy Labor Day weekend. This is our Labor Day special. Special podcast coming you from the mobile small scale life studio somewhere along 35W and actually I 35 in Minnesota, north of the Twin Cities. Yes, I'm rolling south. Just got done with my day and uh, was reviewing crossings up in God's country, up north, not in Wisconsin, but up in the wilds of Minnesota, just south of Duluth. And it was really beautiful up there. Actually, um, it was it was nice. It was a little overcast. The weather were was great. Not I didn't get hit by bugs. Just a great day to be outside. Saw a lot of railroad crossings. Saw some really pretty countryside, especially uh, some waterfalls. So some of the sounds you're going to hear during this podcast are waterfalls and rapids in the town of Holyoke, Minnesota, which is a little town south of Duluth. So pretty cool. Pretty nice. What a great day. Glad you all are here. Uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about Minnesota traditions. One of them is the Labor Day Drive, which everybody's doing, heading up to Lake Country. The second one is, um, you know, this Minnesota State Fair. These are Minnesota traditions and uh, things that people do here in the great state of Minnesota. Uh, it is Labor Day and people do both. And we've had 14 days of the, um, of the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair. And I spent four days there doing work, so I can talk a little bit from that perspective. Um, also going to talk a little bit about weekend three things and a little bit and a little update on Operation Outreach. So they got a little potpourri, little little potpourri of show for you. So hopefully uh, you enjoy it as you do go about your business. Hopefully you're getting on a lake or getting going to a beach or getting a couple little projects done around the house um, this weekend. I know we are going to be doing some projects, so I'll catch you up on that in a couple minutes. But, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in to Small Scale Life. Uh, In case you're new to Small Scale Life, I know we've got a lot of new listeners. We're all about simple living, right? Our lives are crazy. We just run from when we get up to when we lay down. So it's time to slow down, take it easy, and simplify our lives. And that's what we're all about here at Small Scale Life. We are not about having a huge, huge, big scale life. Nope, it's small scale. You know, we're cutting back, cutting out that stress, slowing down and having and living simply. And how do we do that? We do that through a little bit of urban homesteading, a little bit of gardening and having some adventures and some fun, lots of fun along the way. We're all about fun here and we are definitely not NPR. So thank you for tuning in. We know there's a ton of media choices out there. There's podcasts, there's blogs, there's TV shows, there's news, there's good grief, every YouTube, there's everything you could be listening to, but we're glad you're right here hanging out with me in the mobile small scale life podcast studio so thank you for joining joining me today there's no rain there's uh no traffic i'm kind of out of the traffic and i'm going against the green i'm heading south everybody's heading north we'll talk about that in just a minute so um if you want to support small scale life we like doing these kind of things we like doing these podcasts and the youtube stuff and posting on instagram and and writing long blog posts but uh if you want to support our efforts and support what we're doing here so we can do more 
think about that. If you if you are supporting small scale life and what we're doing, I'll do more of this stuff. How about that? How cool would that be? So to do more, um, how do you do that? Well, there's a couple ways. First, you can shop with us. We have an Amazon affiliate. I've got a link in the podcast notes. Go to smallscalelife.com and click on that Amazon link every time you go shopping at Amazon, and we'll get a percentage of the sale. You won't see a price increase because, you know, we're just we're just helping Amazon along. Mr. Bezos and his massive company. We're just we're just part of the, a little cog in the mighty machine. Uh, we also have Kit.com. This is these are products and things that we use around the house, around our homestead, around our urban homestead that is, and around our gardens. Things that we use, we like, we recommend. So feel free to shop at Kit.com. When you do, you will find products there. You'll click on those products, and then it will take you to an Amazon link, and you can buy things there. So really, Kit.com is a filter for our Amazon. It's kind of like our little online general store. So think of it that way. It is also spicy September salsa month. No, is that right? Spicy salsa September. Let's do that. It is spicy September, spicy salsa September. Say that 10, 10 times fast, but it is spicy salsa September month. And it, we are going to be making a lot of salsa this year. Now, when I make salsa, I can it and I use a water bath canner. Do you know how to do that? Do you know how to can your harvest? I mean, this time of year, everything is coming in, so you've got to be on your toes and you got to be able to preserve your harvest, or it's just going to go to waste, and you're going to end up composting all of your hard work, and that's never any fun to waste food and get, you know, have it go bad on you. So to learn how to com- uh, not to learn how to compost, how to learn how to can, you're going to want to you're going to want to take take a class from from an expert. So we have set up an affiliate with Sharon Peterson from Simply Canning. And it's a canning basics class. If you want to learn how to can, if you want to learn how to use your water bath canner or your pressure canner, use our affiliate link and go to Simply Canning, Canning Basics, and take that class. I'm taking that class. I want to improve my skills. How about you? I mean, those old skills that you learned from your grandmother, maybe not the most current and maybe not the best. So let's break some habits. Let's learn some new ones, some good skills. Do it right. And Sharon will take you, bring you into her kitchen and show you how she does all these things safely and expertly. So come on over there, join me, take the class, and we will can some really great stuff this September. Just think about it. We've got salsa. Tomatoes are going to ripen up. Peppers are going to ripen up. Green beans are coming in. That means dilly beans. That means salsa. I also want to do another round of cucumbers or or, um, another round of um, spicy pickles. And with those peppers, it's time to do some pepper preserves, right? And make a killer jalapeno uh, pepper jelly. So all these things are coming up and uh, we're going to be doing a lot of canning stuff here in September. Hopefully that'll inspire you to try it yourself. Oh, and you can also, you know, using that kit.com, maybe you need to get a dehydrator. There's a dehydrator recommendation on there. One that I use at my house that I use for dill and other herbs. Try it, buy it. It's really good product. So, okay, that's enough of all that. Thank you for you for tuning in. Thank you for for your support. I know a few people have bought some things, and I really do appreciate it. And uh, you know, the more the more you do that, the more I'll talk. So there you go. <laughs> what kind of an endorsement is that, right? But uh, we are really glad you're here. So enough of the advertising. Let's get into the show. 
As I mentioned, I'm in the mobile Small Scale Life Command Center, podcast studio, Command Center. And I'm watching, uh, let's talk a little bit about Minnesota traditions, right? So I'm watching, as I'm driving down 35W, I'm heading south towards the Twin Cities, and I'm watching the Grand Exodus, the Labor Day Exodus along 35W, no, 35W and 35. So 35 is a highway that connects Minneapolis, well, to Dallas down south, but up north it goes all the way up to Duluth and beyond. So all of these folks, a Minnesota tradition is everybody has a cabin and they all go on the weekends. We do not have a cabin. My mom has a lake place and usually we go up there. We'd be part of this massive wave of humanity heading north and uh, we've had a lot of great weekends up there, a lot of great Labor Day weekends up there. Uh, we had a really special one when my dad was alive. That was his last um, Labor Day weekend, and we, we really enjoyed it. The boys were really young. Um, you know, we had just moved back from uh, Illinois at that point. Oh, from Florida at that point. We really enjoyed that weekend up there with my dad. And that was his last Labor Day up there. But, it, you know, there's some really... Um, the Labor Day can be really nice up there, and... Uh, you know, it's kind of the last real big weekend. Uh, we'll be taking pulling docks out, you know, in, in September, maybe later September for us, for my brother and I. It's going to be middle September. I'm sure we'll talk about that when the time comes. So uh, this is the great exodus. People are heading up to Lake Country. The, the highway northbound is packed, and everybody's going north. And it is kind of fun to drive south here and... and uh, See what people are pulling. What are what toys do they have? It's all kinds of stuff. It's campers. It's uh, RVs. It's bikes. Um, we I've seen um, tons of kayaks. Tons and tons of kayaks. Lots of canoes. Lots of paddle boards. People are pulling up their uh, their four wheelers and their um, you know their covered four wheel the razors I guess they're called. But uh, there's so much interesting gear that people are taking up with them and and. You know, I know these folks are going to have a really good time up north. I think the weather is going to hold. It might be on a little bit on the cool side, but cool weather, that makes for great fires and time together. So um, it's fun to see everybody head north and see all their kits. It reminds me of um, when I was assistant scoutmaster uh, for our troop in Illinois. And we would go on all these campouts. And, you know, it was tough getting yourself excited to go camping almost every weekend but uh the one cool thing about it is once you got there got set up got everything under control and, and then you could kind of walk around especially these bigger campgrounds or summer camp you'd walk to the other camps and kind of just uh you know walk down the road and you kind of look and hey what kind of kit do you guys got over there what what's your tents like what do you guys got how's your chuck box what do you what kind of good ideas do other troops have or other campers have that uh that maybe you can adopt incorporate or yeah uh, steal <laughs> <laughs> Not steel materials, but steel ideas. So uh, that was one nice thing about uh, scouts is you could see what other people had and you could get some really good ideas. And, and even now when we go camping, I like to walk around and just kind of check things out. Not, not in a creepy way, but just kind of, you know, see what people have. Maybe they have a really cool table that folds down. You can, you know, do all your food prep on that. Or maybe they got some kind of, uh, I don't know, some kind of a system set up like water system or who knows what, but it is kind of fun to see what people have and then get some ideas that way. So I'm, as I'm driving along here, I can get some ideas of what people are hauling, what kind of toys they've got, how they hauling it, 
better systems for carrying kayaks, dot, dot, dot. Yes, there's a lot of kayaks heading north, so it is kind of fun to see um, what how they're how they're pulling those and uh, I do need to get another kayak and uh, you know that kind of that I'll talk about that in a minute as we talk about the great Minnesota get-together but yep this is a tradition Um, a lot of people on the weekends in the summer are just gone they just they they leave the city and they head to lake country and we have tons of lakes 10,000 lakes in Minnesota so everybody's heading out to lakes and we've got um, western Wisconsin with rivers and lakes over there too so um, yeah that's uh, that's where everybody's heading it's going to be pretty quiet in the Twin Cities Uh, what is kind of funny is um, Julie's boss he likes to say that he likes to do the staycation during these big holidays they like to stay in town and they hit all the favorite spots during uh, during these big holidays because nobody's around, right? So then they got uh, they got free run of the place because everybody's up north. So this is like the last hurrah. We'll be pulling out docks in mid-September. Probably do another podcast about that. Um, you know, it's this is it. This is it. And uh, you know, we'll uh, if if I was heading up north, I'd plan on doing some kayaking uh, on the lake just to get some exercise. I'd plan on um, doing some fishing, you know, trying to find those fish and hit them hard. Uh, you know, this time of year, the bass are usually on the deep edge of the weed line. Sunfish have moved out. The big sunfish have moved out probably about mm, 10, 15 feet of water, probably 15 feet of water. We do a lot of putzing around on the pontoon, going around the lake. We do some swimming, a lot of swimming. Probably go to the sandbar, hang out, uh, go to the one sandbar with a massive drop off and swim down there. That's always fun. Um, you know, and, and just enjoy as much as we can have fires at night cause it is going to get cooler. Uh, but we, you know, driving around up North today and, uh, um, reviewing crossing South of Duluth. Um, I, I got to see some of the leaves just just a little touch of color already you know a few different leaves and I actually posted a picture on Facebook or uh, on Instagram showing some of those leaves starting to change so um, yeah winter is coming all winter is coming so prepare yourselves and uh, you know if you got a little bit of you want to do a little fall planting now's the time this weekend's it and I'm talking to myself I got to get some greens going because winter's uh, first frost is going to be here before we know it. Um, you know, Zone 4B here in Minnesota, uh, in Minneapolis anyway, that means October 10th is our first frost date. So um, we've really got four, five weeks, five weeks maybe. You know, that's not a lot of time. And, uh, you know, we're talking quick growing greens, quick growing crops, because uh, and then some stuff that can handle a little bit of cold, like spinach. So that's the plan. Um, yeah, so there we go. That is, that's what happens here in Minnesota. The other thing happening in Minnesota, part of Minnesota tradition, uh, we have the state fair. The last two weeks of August and into the Labor Day weekend is our state fair, the Minnesota State Fair. We call it the Great Minnesota Get-Together. Millions of people go to this fair. It is it is huge, but it's um, you know I spent four days there. I was working um, at a Operation Lifesaver booth, and uh, I had six hour shifts, so I spent twenty four hours. I spent a full day at the fair, <laughs> but four different days. Um, I spent time there, and uh, you know, 
probably the best way to get to the fair is to take a bus and uh, the Metro Transit or uh, MVTA or other bus company, Southwest Transit. Those are really good ways to get to the fair. Parking is expensive and it's tough to get parking. Um, so the best way is the is the bus. And uh, I bought tickets early on the bus, so I got a p- price break there. My tickets were free because I'm a volunteer for this organization. And uh, there's just a lot. I mean, the fair has everything you can imagine on a stick. Everything. From, you know, pork chops to chicken to prano pups, corn dogs. Um, They've got corn. They've got deep fried curds. They've got pickles on a stick. They've got Snickers on a stick. I mean, it's crazy the amount of food on a stick. Walleye on a stick. It's just, it's amazing. And, uh... Tons of food, tons of drinks, tons of music, different music venues. The news media is there. They've got all of their little studios set up. And the NPR, it's funny, NPR was right across from the dairy building. So I took some pictures of that and and I was just thinking to myself, yeah, we're not NPR. Here is Small Scale Life. Hi, how you doing? (laughs) But it was fun. You know, it's cool. There are people watching, you know, about a dozen people watching a uh, uh, radio show so that was that was kind of funny um, but there's everything there's vendors of all stripes all kinds uh, different groups promoting their um, you know promoting their causes like save the boundary waters was one we had the right across from our booth we were rail safety of course uh, right across from our booth was the pork association beef There was turkey down the way, poultry, um, dairy. We're in the dairy building. Um, Beekeepers, there was a horticulture building. So there's uh, brewing was in there. The beekeepers were in there. Minnesota Horticulture Society was in there. Um, U of M's uh, extension was in there. So there was tons of different groups. There's Machinery Hill with every kind of piece of machinery you can imagine up there. All kinds of farm implements, farm equipment, all kinds of stuff. There's window companies like Anderson Windows is from Minnesota. Um, you know, there's all the animals, of course. All the 4-H folks were were showing their um, their animals and they were showing their projects and everything. Uh, talked to a nice young lady at the pork um, the pork association booth, and she had been uh, showing her sheep and pigs, and you know she. We were talking about uh, a subject close, near and dear to Greg's burns heart. I was I was asking about uh, pasture pork versus big ag, you know, um, big pork farms, and if they were seeing any impact to their uh, to their margins or to their business model due to small the the rise of the homestead, the small homestead or pasture pork, and uh, they didn't she didn't think so and uh, in fact she was kind of talking about oh I don't know about that pasture pork stuff you know I mean they're susceptible to disease and I'm not sure if they can handle the outside and then I just kind of nodded and said yep I, I know some people I know some people who do some things I know the people who do these things out of you know down in blue earth you know blue dirt farms and then I know some people out in uh, you know, Colorado in, uh, in uh, Colorado and I know some people in uh, you know Ohio and they do some of these things and it's in the pork turns out beautifully it's beautiful so um it was a good conversation and I for my 
for all the talking we did. What did I get here? I got some spices. A little package of spices. A little uh, Martin County Pork Producers Martin County Magic. It's some spices that I got last year. It's really, really good rub for uh, for pork. So um, it was worth the conversation. She was a really nice gal, and I wish her all the best in case she finds this podcast. Wish her all the best in showing her pigs and, and sheep, and I hope she does well um, in her future endeavors. So that was pretty cool. And, you know, another tradition, another big thing with the fair is, um, you get to see the royalty and especially in our building, the dairy building, uh, we got to see the royalty come through. And, uh, even though it was 90 degrees outside and in the building, probably a hundred because that's a bunker, (laughs) you would see the royalty, the princesses come in head to toe in heavy garments, heavy jackets, snow pants, and Sorel boots. And why would they do that? Well, they go into a refrigerated um, capsule, essentially, and they get uh, a sculptor creates a sculpture of the of the princess. And the uh, the the head princess is is Princess K of the Milky Way, and uh, and then they have the whole court of uh, of other runners up guess and they're princesses too i think but anyway um they they have these 90 pound slabs of butter and the sculptor will carve the face of these of the royalty into these 90 pound slabs of butter and the first one that's done is princess k of the milky way and then all the her court all the uh you know as wherever they lined up in the in the award that's who's who gets carved next so it was pretty cool it's pretty cool to see i mean this this sculptor is very good and uh it's amazing they can transform this big block of butter into uh into artwork so um it's always cool to see draws a lot of people they love seeing this thing and and uh, of course it's right on the right on the way to going to the uh to get a milkshake or malt or you know string cheese or glass of milk from the dairy the dairy building and it's a very well run machine although that line on a few days curled back on itself went around the building i mean (laughs) really amazing especially on the hot days so a lot of fun it was a lot of fun there's a lot of bands that show up uh different there's smaller different band uh band shells but then there's a big um the big auditorium or not the auditorium the bandstand grandstand and um you know, they do get big acts that come in. We've seen Toby Keith there. We've seen Alabama there. Um, you know, they do get some big acts. This year, Old Dominion was there. Sugarland was there. Oh, I forget who else was there. But they get some big acts that come in, and um, and those are well attended. So uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, the fair is fun. Uh, probably the best things out there. Uh, you've got a lot of just a ton of food and people are eating all the time uh what are minnesota traditions at the fair definitely prano pup or corn dog depending on your preference there uh corn dog of course is made with corndale prano pup is i forget what that is more flour based i believe um people are gaga about the mini donuts there and they are very good let's see what else is a fan favorite sweet corn is definitely a favorite at the fair 
And then probably the biggest one in Yellow Hutch Farm, those guys got to experience it. The Sweet Martha's Cookies, those are top banana at the fair. The lines are massive, but they run it like a well-oiled machine. And, uh, man, they uh, they crank out the cookies there at that booth. And uh, you get a bucket of cookies and just chow down. Oh, and the milkshakes, those are probably, you know, in the dairy building near me, where our, where our booth was. That's probably a very popular very popular um, thing at the fair as well. So lots of people, millions of people come out to the state fair every year and check that out and have a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, if you're in Minnesota, if you're in western Wisconsin, you want to go to the state fair, I really encourage it. Um, If you're going to go, ride the bus, (laughs) find a park and ride, ride the bus, take the bus in. You don't have to worry about parking, which can run you $20 near the near the fair entrance versus you know four or five bucks to ride the uh to ride the bus and then you don't have to worry about rush hour traffic or any of that or parking or any of that stuff you can just take the bus and get in there and and then you can get out and uh the buses are very efficient they've really improved the way the buses operate at the fair so um i'd say the one problem with the buses is something new this year they actually have a bus shortage a bus driver shortage shortage so services was kind of trimmed back during the weekday and uh that was that was unfortunate the lines get very long during the weekdays and and service starts at nine o'clock in the morning not eight o'clock in the morning like years past and that that's not that's not ideal especially when your shift (laughs) at the booth starts at nine so um yeah it, it wasn't ideal this year for from a bus perspective but uh man if you can stand getting to the fair a little bit later waiting in a little line to get on a bus you know you'll there you'll be there in a hurry so um i really recommend i do recommend buying uh tickets online for for the buses and riding the buses to to the state fair so yeah fair is awesome fair was a good time uh working the booth uh, in the dairy building it was hot um I do enjoy the work. Uh, get to talk to a lot of people, a lot of kids. You know, we're doing rail safety, and I've got different keychains and different giveaways, and the kids love it. Uh, the parents kind of like it too. Um, you know, they like the educational piece. A lot of the older uh, parents and grandparents that come by, they like to get them for their grandkids, uh, get books or you know things for their grandkids the conductor hat you know um we have a few old timers that'll swing by a few railroaders will swing by and they'll we'll talk railroad stuff uh and the old timers are great i mean they talk about you know one guy worked for the great northern and another guy worked for the milwaukee and used to work on steam engines and another guy used to work on the masabi railroad up in the iron range and and uh you know work on these trains before they go down the big hills or come up from the big hills uh, from the harbor up to the uh, you know coming out of the st louis river basin so it's it's it was cool you know a few people worked uh, like my father-in-law they worked as assistant cooks on these passenger the premier passenger trains about the same age as my father-in-law so the old trapper so um it's kind of cool to talk and and i know the good thing is i know where a lot of things are <laughs> so so they tell talks talk about an area they'll talk about crossings in an area and i'm like yep i know exactly where you're talking about i was just there recently and i can kind of talk from my perspective and what i see there and and uh i've got a couple follow-up items from 
from those things. So, uh, yeah, it's, it gets, it's good. I mean, by the fourth day I was a little tired, you know, it would been a, it was like, wow, I've been sitting here a long time and you know, it's going to be kind of glad my shift is over so I can get something to eat and then, uh, and then head out. So, uh, other cool things that are there in case I need to sweeten the pot a little bit. Um, you know, there's, there's some cool rides. The midway is awesome. If you're into that kind of thing, uh, some really wild rides. Uh, there's a space needle as well. So yeah, I recommend the Minnesota state fair. Danny and Savannah went, I went, a lot of people have gone. So, and it's always fun to see people there that, uh, swing by the booth or see people out and about that happened a couple times too. So all right, so there you go, Minnesota Traditions State Fair and the the, uh, the exodus out of the Twin Cities to Lake Country. Those are uh, definitely all Minnesota right here. <laughs> so there you go. If you're uh, in part of Texas or California, like, wow, what, what, are, what, are the, what is he talking about? That's what we do <laughs> here in, in Minnesota. So, uh, other things going on. What are you doing for Labor Day? You guys got your, uh, guys got a long to-do list? Well, we've got our little weekend three things coming up, right? My weekend three things coming up, and, uh, mine are really oriented towards, um, towards this basement project. It's going to be a full court push, try to get a lot of work done on this basement project, and, uh, you know, we'll be, I'll be finishing the framing putting drywall on the walls, um, putting insulation in. I know that, uh, Jules will be painting. I'm sure I'll get roped into that. So this is going to be a pretty good week work weekend. We're staying around as Julie's boss says, we're going to have a little staycation, but, uh, it'll be a workcation. You know, we will be definitely putting in some labor on a labor day weekend. Um, so we've got that going on. That was one of my big things for my three things. Probably the biggest thing. Um, uh, what else do I got going on? Yeah, I've got to, I've got to put some time into gearing up for, uh, try to get some things in con- under control and set up for my secret, my secret projects, the secret projects, you know, about <laughs> the community side, you know, uh, work on that forum a little bit more, uh, really things have been busy with the state fair and everything and working on that basement, haven't devoted a lot of time to that and flushed that all out yet. So, um, so that's still coming. And then, uh, grilling something delicious was my third one. So yeah, I've got this, this new pork rub and I know we have some pork loin down in the basement. So might have to pull some of that out and do some, some mean grilling here this weekend. I, I would really enjoy that. Um, you know, hopefully, uh, if you're a small scale in the small scale life Facebook group, hopefully you've, uh, posted some things in there where I was today, uh, in this beautiful part of the state, South of Duluth, there was no cell service. So I, I couldn't see what anybody posted. So hopefully some people are engaging with that post and putting up their three things that they want to get accomplished this weekend. And maybe it's just fun stuff. And that's cool too. Boating, swimming, spending time with family would be awesome. So you know, if you're uh, in the small scale life Facebook group, you know, feel free to engage with that post. I would encourage you. And, and, uh, you know, we'll check back in with you on, on Monday to see how your weekend's going and see if you got everything done. So, um, you know, it doesn't all have to be work. It can be fun stuff too. And my thought is maybe somebody will be inspired. Maybe somebody will see what you're doing and say, Hey, that sounds pretty cool. I want to do that too. 
and, uh, you know, if you want to tear apart your basement and, uh, <laughs> get a big basement project going, more power to you. There you go. Um, what else are we doing this weekend? Uh, my three things, we had the fair, um, yeah, you know, just a beautiful part of state up there where I was and, and you could see a little of the fall creeping in. There's the leaves were just starting to change a little bit. Oh man, the there were some great rivers and stuff, some areas I want to explore, you know, sometime in the near future. Especially if I had a kayak. I think that'd be really fun to take a to to try my hand at some of those rapids on a kayak, you know, definitely would be would be good. Oh, uh, another little secret project coming up that's not going to be so secret. Um, we're going to roll out, you know, one thing I haven't talked about at all, much at all. Um, as we roll into fall here, trying to get going with some, you know, more exercise and, and cleaning up the diet and stuff. I know I do this every fall, right? But uh, trying to make some good progress with this because really uh, haven't been. And this is kind of one of those secret projects, too, that I was alluding to. But uh, I've got some things coming up. We're going to do, I'm going to get involved with uh, one of Julie's office's little uh, weight loss program. Uh, they're doing a health challenge and uh, might be might be something worth rolling out here for small scale life and do it, you know. Um, I don't want it to be the whole small scale life under that banner. Might might do a little something different. <laughs> More on that. That might be a little special project I'm working on this weekend. Wink nudge. Um, but um, it'll be connected to small scale life, but not the focus of the main blog. It might be somewhere else. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've got to get my butt moving because you know this stuff. If you're not moving, you're not losing, right? And my diet has not been moving. So we need to clean up things, get stuff reset, and uh, really focus on some of that. So, yeah, these special projects I've got working, um, just need to sit down and work on some of those things during my free time this weekend. Um, Yeah, that's the plan. So um, other than that... I got to do a bunch of scheduling, a bunch of people want to be on the podcast. I need to get them nailed down, get them lined up and get them ready to go. Um, including Michael Bell, my man, Michael, he's been busy down there in, in Dallas and, uh, things are afoot down in his, uh, down at Dallas half acre farm. So I got to catch up with him and, and, um, I know he's trying to, he's trying to get some things done down there. He's tried to do things a little better, a little different, and uh, it's it's been a little bit of a struggle. So we'll find out what's going on with Mr. Bell. Maybe I'll line him up for this weekend, and we can have that next week as well. But uh, August was a fantastic month at Small Scale Life. Um, really, it was record-chattering for the amount of people that came and listened. And, uh, you know, I really do appreciate that. It's awesome. And I'm glad everybody showed up and, and listened to let's talk about homesteading and talk about the garden and, and, uh, do some, and the other topics we talked about the potpourri podcast. Right. So I'm glad everybody showed up and did that. That is so awesome and so cool. And, um, you know, stick with us. We got some, we got some good stuff coming. I got some good plans. Just need to sit down and, and flush some things out. Um, and, uh, and away we go. So thank you again for listening to small scale life podcast. Remember, 
always learn, do, and grow. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you want to share something, feel free to hit us up at the Contact Us page on smallscalelife.com, or you can send me an email at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com. Feel free to uh, send me an email. I do look at those, do respond, and same with your comments. Uh, You can also put a comment underneath this post here on smallscalelife.com. Uh, again, smallscalelife.com is the flagship. That is where everything is happening. And, uh, you know, as things roll out here with the, with the forum and, and this other project, um, Small Scale Life is always this flagship, and everything kind of circles around that. So um, that's where it's happening. That's where it's at, smallscalelife.com. And, uh, yes, we have Facebook. Yes, we have Instagram. Yes, we have Twitter. Yes, we have YouTube. Yes, we have Pinterest. But smallscalelife.com, that is ours. That is mine. That is where our flagship is. That's where everything happens. So go there. There's Even with this post, there's always more pictures. There's always more information there that's not quite uh, the same as the podcast. So go there. Check that stuff out. Feel free to share with, with friends, families, foes. I don't care. Anybody. <laughs> So feel free to share, right? We're all about sharing. Sharing is caring. Oh, I know the third thing I was going to talk about. Operation Outreach. Yes. Just a quick, real quick before I wrap up here. Operation Outreach. That was something that I told myself I was going to do this year. Try to get to meet people. Get into, uh, try to start connecting with people. Had a real nice uh, dinner with some friends here. With, with some new friends this week. And it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, this is the thing. And we had a fire. And it was so, it was it was a lot of fun and we were right you know right by downtown Minneapolis it was so cool so this is what we're going to try to do is just real small real easy easy going have a beer have a brat you know enjoy the night have a fire this is where we're going this is what we're doing and it's uh you know whether it's dinner at the doms or or connecting somewhere at a restaurant or just getting together this is what we're going to try to be doing and uh, it doesn't have to be real complicated right just getting to know people getting to meet people that is the plan here for this fall so um yeah that was really cool and we're going to do a little bit more of this in fact we're going to go see some friends tonight which will be a lot of fun some old friends so that'll be a good time and uh yeah operation outreach this is what we have to do right develop that small community start to start to invest time right think of your you know kevin geary had a real good point you know your your diet your health it's kind of like a checking account dave ramsey makes this point too you know you're making deposits by making good choices and getting workouts in you're making deposits and then sometimes you can take a withdrawal right you cannot always make deposits into your savings account and never take a withdrawal then you'll you'll just be you'll be killing yourself right in your finances in your health right if you're just working out working out working out working out working out finally you're just going to get off the wagon and just say screw it i'm done you know because i'm driving myself crazy you can take a little withdrawal every once in a while right and uh, it can't always be a deposit so this is the same with friendships right in small community we're cultivating humans like uh like greg burns talked about in the um um homestead for beginners definition of homesteading he talked about cultivating humans and making investments in humans and spending that time time is a resource we're spending that time making a deposit into people's lives um so that's what uh that's another thing we're doing this weekend and uh you know (laughs) 
amongst all the other stuff going on. But, uh, yeah, even if you want to go to the fair, right, Minnesota State Fair, go to the cabin. Make those investments in people around you. That's the key. That is a big key, and that's what we're going to try to do here this fall. So, oh, my goodness, what a motor mouth, right? (laughs) This guy talks a lot. What is he talking about? My goodness, is he done yet? Is it time for the end of the podcast so I can listen to some jazz or, you know, some heavy metal music? Yes, it's time for the end of the podcast. So thank you for listening to Small Scale Life. We really do appreciate you being here. You've got a lot of choices, got a lot of opportunities. We're glad you're spending it with us. So this is Tom from smallscalelife.com. Remember to learn, do, and grow. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Take care. all the time. He's just talking about basement projects and gardening. It seems so droll. You know, maybe I should turn on NPR and just listen to, you know, news and things of the day. Yes, that would be much better. Can I have a latte? I really need a soy mocha latte. Extra grande, but extra skinny. So, that's what we're gonna do. And, uh, Yes, let's turn on the NPR. Ready? Go.